0: Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is under assault like never before.
2: Freedom is under attack more now than ever before.
1: Because radical doesn't mean crazy.
2: Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom ring. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Uh, I think today will be the first day we don't talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial this week that is going on, even though that's like pretty much the most breaking news that is, in fact, happening as we speak. But we have a great show today. Today we are going to, because I guess you guys loved it yesterday when I reacted to a little bit of the, to a little bit of. Uh, TikTok cringe compilation, so we'll be reacting to a skit via uh, Saturday, Saturday Night Live SNL, um, but we have a great, great show for you today. So first, I want to get into, uh, I actually want to get into that video on, on on the SNL, so let's go ahead and let's get this thing started. Supreme Court heard arguments this week in Women's Whole Health v. Texas about the controversial Texas law that essentially bans all abortions after just six weeks. Here to cheer us up, well, this can't be right, Goober the Clown, who had an abortion when she was 23. So if you guys don't know what they're trying to do here, again, I'm not, this is me blind reacting. A lot of people told me I should react to this. Which, if you guys don't understand what they're trying to do here, they're trying to normalize abortion. Look, I remember a time... When Bill Clinton, I guess I wasn't alive, but I remember watching Bill Clinton say abortion on a state of the union address that abortion should be safe, legal and rare. And every Republican and Democrat clapped for it. Um, some Republicans didn't, but they clapped for it because he it is supposed to be safe, legal and rare. It was supposed to be a very taboo issue. It's supposed to be an issue where it wasn't seen as a great thing that a woman had an abortion because at the end of the day, and I do truly believe this, most women do not see abortion as a good thing. Now, there are some wackos who think that having 20 abortions should get you a gold jacket. But most Americans, most women, don't think it's a good thing. It's not. It's taking of a life. Everyone understands that. Just some people don't value that life as much as others. But let's, let's watch what Goober the Clown has to say. Goober the Clown. So, Goober, you, you had an abortion when you were 23?
3: Hey, whoa, slow down. I'm a clown. Let's clown around. Hey, smell this flower. You're not going to squirt me, are you? Oh, I would never. Okay. Oh, gotcha. gotcha! Oh, ha, ha, ha. I had an abortion the day before my 23rd birthday. Okay. It, it, it seems like you do want to talk about your abortion. Well, actually, I really don't, but people keep bringing it up, so I got to keep talking about freaking abortion. But it's a rough subject, so we're gonna do fun clown stuff to make it more palatable. Whee! Hey, who wants a balloon animal? You want a giraffe? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this I'm, is
2: I. I don't know who recommended I watch this, but I'm very, uh, I very much don't like that I have to watch this.
3: Goober, and I wish I didn't have to do this because the abortion I had at 23 is my personal clown business. But that's all some people in this country want to discuss all the time, even though clown abortion was legalized in clown v. Wade in 1973
2: here. <laughs> stop
3: saying clown abortion what is this I don't know. it's a worm i don't know hey hey did you know one in three clowns will have a clown abortion in their lifetime you don't because they don't tell you they don't even know how to talk to other clowns about it because when they do talk about it if you were a clown who wasn't the victim of something sad like clown says they think your clown abortion wasn't a righteous clown abortion
2: so they're trying to make the case right now that You should quit talking about abortion because it's a taboo issue and it makes women feel bad and everything. You know who really feels bad about an abortion? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the kid being killed in the abortion. It's it's a great question. Maybe the kid whose life was taken from him during the abortion has something to say. I really don't want to watch the rest of this, but I guess we have to. I mean, what the dick is
3: that? <laughs> I
2: don't think you can say that word on the show. What,
3: abortion? <laughs> well, I guess kind of, yeah. You know, it's funny, Colin. We're having fun. Just laugh. Hey, pull my finger. Uh, no. Laugh. I need it. I need you to laugh so hard. Like the way I laugh when the doctor asked if I got pregnant on the way over to the clinic because I wasn't very far along. And that is one of my favorite jokes to this day. I love that joke. It's such a good joke. Not like
2: a funny Okay, so what they're trying to do there is the whole, uh, you know, Republicans trying to ban abortion after six weeks, um, which many, including myself, support. I, I think the heartbeat bill is the best way to do it. We talked about it yesterday on the show. But that's what they're trying to say. It's like, oh, you weren't very far along at all. You know, you should be able to do this, this, that, the They're trying to normalize abortion. Just, just keep, let's keep watching.
3: Funny ha-ha joke. But like a funny, you're not an awful person and your life
2: isn't over now joke. The best kind. A honka honka. Yes, because having a kid completely ruins your life, 100%. That's 100% true. Ask any parent. The kid ruins your life, apparently. I'm not a clown. And in the waiting
3: room... We had a little guest book where all the clowns could write their clown abortion story for the next clown to read it so she wouldn't feel so alone. A And then years later, you'll be at a dinner with a big group of clowns. and One clown will go out on a limb and say she's had an abortion. And then like eight other clowns at the table say they've had an abortion too, because that's how common it is. And then everyone's excited and relieved to be talking about it. Then it's like, wow, we
2: kept this secret for so long despite being so grateful it happened. You're grateful it happened. I know some females who've had an abortion in their life and they are not grateful it happened. In fact, they're the opposite. They wish they wouldn't have happened.
3: <laughs>
2: so um, wait. Are, are clowns really women?
3: Excuse me? Wow, okay. Colin Joes thinks women are clowns. Cool. Let me do some helium. Okay, Colin, here's my truth. I know I wouldn't be a clown on TV here today if it weren't for the abortion I had the day before my twenty-third birthday. Clowns have been helping each other and their pregnancy since the caves. It's gonna happen, so it ought to be safe, legal, and accessible.
2: I hate this safe, legal, and accessible myth. I hate I hate this idea that abortion's gonna happen anyway. So it must be safe, legal, and uh, must be you must, you know, you know, it's not safe for the child at all. Um, there was some study that I saw that in the 10 years it was 1972 to 1965 or 62 that like four women died because of botched abortions four women four or five women it's not a very lot it's not a lot and maybe if we got rid of it people would understand hey maybe I should I don't know buy a 30 cent condom and I know I know I know what you're saying right now condoms don't solve everything Yeah, you're right, but 99.99999% is pretty close. And then let's say for some reason the condom breaks, and if you can't tell that a condom broke, I just don't know where you went to school. Well, there's a $50 pill that you can get at CVS that I heard does wonders. So this idea that abortion is a necessity nowadays is just not true. Every form of contraceptive, is available to pretty much anyone. You don't you don't have to show an ID to get a contraceptive. I, I don't. I've never been to a place, um, that had that you had to show an ID to get a contraceptive. So it's not even like you have to be eighteen to get it. Because you know, I know that you out there listening. You know, you don't want to envision this, but yes, your your kids will be doing that stuff unless you raise them extremely, extremely religiously. And kudos to you for do, for raising them like that. If that's true but we need to start teaching people that you don't just get a right to kill a baby because you made a mistake. Republicans are not anti-choice. Republicans just believe that the choice is made in the bedroom, not that, and that the choice is not made in the operating room. When you want to take that baby's life, that's not when the choice is made. Let's keep watching. We have 30 seconds left.
3: last thing anyone wants is a bunch of dead clowns in a dark alley you were the clown everyone better disable comments this one. yeah
2: so that's so that's that okay that's that i i never want to watch that again in my life um now i do want to get into this other story that i saw communist china builds mock-up of major US warships at new target range complex satellite images. And I wonder why? Why would why would China be building new why would, they, why would they want to know what our warships look like? I don't know. Maybe because they want to strike us. Who knows? We'll, we'll read. We'll see what Daily Wire has to say. This is via uh, Ryan who Does great work over it at Daily Wire. Communist China has constructed full-scale size mock-ups of major U.S. warships, including an aircraft carrier, to use at a, tar- a new target range complex as tensions between the U.S. and China continue to rise amid geopolitical issues in the South China Sea and responsibility for the COVID pandemic. The full-scale outline of a U.S. carrier and at least two Arleigh Burke-class destroyers are part of the target range that has been built in the Ru- Ruquing region of central China. The site is near a former target range China used to test early versions of its so-called carrier-killer DF-21D anti-ship ballistic missiles, the U.S. Naval Institute reported. The new range shows that China continues to focus on anti-carrier capabilities with an emphasis on U.S. Navy warships. Unlike the Iranian aircraft carriers shaped the in target Shaped in the Persian Gulf, the new facility shows signs of a sophisticated instrumented target range. So we have right here, here. Here, here's a picture of this. Let's let's pull this up. This is via USNIN News. So we can see right here that this is what they built. This right here is what they built, and right here. Is the outline of the U.S. Navy four-class aer- aircraft carrier, which I believe is the newer one. This right here. <laughs> now I'm no rocket scientist, but that looks pretty close. Maybe this one is a little more squared off. If, and if you're if you're if you're listening to the audio, uh, we have the vi- we have the picture up of, of what they built. Um, but just look at this. What do you think is coming? The most recent DOD report on China's military capabilities included some of the following tidbits on weapon systems that the Chinese possess that could be used to target U.S. warships. I mean, seriously. When asked, so John Kirby from the Pentagon said, I think it makes very clear what our understanding of their intentions are and their capabilities are and how they're developing those capabilities and to what end, Kirby said. And clearly, they've invested a lot of in particularly air and maritime capabilities that are designed to largely try to prevent the United States from having access to certain areas in the Indo-Pacific. But I wonder, I, I, I quite frankly, I wonder what they're trying to do with this. Couldn't be that they're trying to harm the U.S. It couldn't be that our pedo-in-chief Joe Biden has given the message to the world that if you attack America or you do something... That America doesn't like. We'll just sit by and take it. That, that's not what they could get out of Afghanistan at all. No you're 100% right. Joe Biden. Will, has set the stage for America. To go from the leader of the free world. The leader of the world. America used to set the stage. On the world stage. Amer- Joe Biden has caused us to go from that. To becoming a laughing stock in, in the world. To becoming somebody that nobody trusts. Guys that's quite frankly, that, that should be enough for him to, for Democrats to not win, for Democrats to not win moving forward. Because that is absolutely terrible. That is absolutely the worst thing I have heard. And his popularity is slipping. His popularity is slipping very hard. Now, as we'll get into in just a second... Biden's approval rating is slipping because of it. It's via USA Today. Gloomy landscape for Democrats in midterms as Biden's approval drops to 38% in a US Today poll. A year before the 2022 midterm elections, Republicans hold a clear lead on the congressional ballot as President Joe Biden's approval rating sinks to a new low of 38%. A USA Today Suffolk University poll taken Wednesday through Friday found that Biden's support cratered among independent voters who delivered the margin of victory over Donald Trump. When asked, do you approve or disapprove of the job Biden has done as president? Only 37.8% approve. Now, when you ask, do you approve or disapprove of the job Kamala Harris has done? Only 28%. Now, keep in mind, this this really does cut into what the Democrats' plans were. You think they nominated Kamala Harris because she was just cool? No, they nominated her because they thought that she could lead a contention for to be the 2024 nominee. Because she's controllable. Heck, if you look at how she got to become the senator of California, you look at that entire story, it's riddled with corruption. It's riddled with favors. That's why they wanted her to be it. They thought Biden would come in, his policies would be popular amongst the American people, and post that, Kamala Harris could sail in for four more years, maybe even eight. We'll have 12 years of socialists in control and we'll change America enough. We'll let enough illegal aliens vote. We'll bring, we'll give them each $450,000 and we won't have to worry about winning elections after that. Cause we will be, we'll get rid of the electoral college. We will win moving forward. That that's what they, I'm not a, I'm not a rocket scientist, but the writing's on the wall. That's what they're trying to do. Cause the only people they're set on a, on pleasing is the radical left, their base. That's it. That base is not who won them that election. In fact, they probably didn't even win the election. What won them that election is that for four, five years, four to five years, the, the powers that be in the media completely eviscerated Donald Trump. They lied time after time again. The steel dossier, where now it's showing that It was based on a lie, and that person has since been arrested. Good. They impeached him twice. First time for something that Joe Biden did, and the second time something he had no control over. In fact, I think I'm the only one who remembers when he told his supporters to go home. I may be the only person in America who remembers when he told his supporters to go home. He said we have to respect the men and women of law enforcement. Go home. Yet they impeached him. Why? Joe Biden has left 13 U.S. service members in Afghanistan dead. I th- They've done a good job of distracting. They're still Americans stranded in Afghanistan. Think about it. People like you and me, Americans, are stranded within the country ran by the Taliban. We played a clip yesterday. Here, I'll play it again.
0: How we end this war. And it makes a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday.
2: Boy, did he tell us exactly what would happen? Yeah, you know what? Joe Biden did pull him out about three, in three months. I think what he meant is it's going to take nine months for us to go get the bodies of the dead Americans who we left there. Who we left there. We left them. No man left behind except the ones we left. But don't worry. Remember, they said that they didn't want to come. No, 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 no. They did not want to come. Yeah. The only person who believes that are the 38% of people who are so brainwashed by CNN, by MSNBC, that they have no recollection of anything even somewhat reasonable. They have no idea. The left is ruining this country. I hate to say it. I was speaking last night in Walton County, and I said this, and I've said this many times on the show. I'm tired of electing statesmen and Republicans. People who are who are going to go, and they're going to say that, oh, my, my good friend on the left, who just five minutes ago, that good friend on the left called him a racist and a Nazi, and said that they want to put black people back in chains. Don't Don't think they didn't. Joe Biden said that about Mitt Romney. Perhaps the nicest guy in politics. The guy's never drinking caffeine. I was speaking. Yeah, I was speaking last night. And actually uh, there was a former congressman who's currently running for congress again, Paul Brown, in in, in the audience. And when I said it, he shook his head, "Yeah. There's time to quit doing that." Cuz I think he remembers. Cuz Democrats have not just started doing this. They have not just started calling us Nazis and socialists. That that's not no. They they've been doing this for years but Trump was the first person to fight back. This is a note to anybody running for office. You want to win? Start fighting back. Why do you think Trump inspired many people to switch to the Republican Party, to come vote for the first time in forever? Because he finally fought. Republicans are tired of being the bigger guy, are tired of being the one who has to bite their tongue, because they don't want to upset somebody. Americans, quite frankly, are tired of that. So, we elected Donald Trump. And because of that, we had a fighter in Washington, D.C. Now, we have some other great stuff to cover. But for, first, I need you to do me a favor. Now, I've been trying to get my gym body right. I've been trying to get back on the grind. I need you to go to built.com and use code Let Freedom Ring. I need you to do it. I know you're listening. You know it's a great, great, great Christmas gift. I need you to go to built.com, B-U-I-L-T dot com and use code LETFREEDOMRING for 12% off. That covers your shipping and and a little bit some. Go and use built.com. They're delicious. I had one this morning actually when I woke up uh, after I went to the gym. So go use them. Built.com. Again, built.com. All right, and I want to get into a bit of somber news about, um, about what is going on. So, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching the video, and if you're not, I will explain in just one second. But I uh, came across some, some very sad news. So, for those of you who don't know, I get to the University of Georgia. That's in Clark County, Georgia. And just to the northeast of Clark County, Georgia, is a little county called Jackson County, very conservative county. Um, I'm speaking there in January. It's a very conservative county, great county, great, great county. An officer lost her life in the line. Um, that officer, you know, she, she lost her life in the line of duty. She was very, from all accounts, she was very, very respected. Uh, the sheriff, uh, Sheriff Magnum super sweet lady said as sheriff on, on behalf of Jackson County Sheriff's office, it is with a heavy heart that I advise you all that we lost deputy Lena Marshall around 3 50 PM today. Once arrangements have been made, we will provide that information. Please respect the privacy of deputy Marshall's family at this difficult time. Now, Lena Nicole Marshall, who is the deputy who passed away, joined the sheriff's office in June of 2020 died shortly before 4 PM yesterday or two days ago. Sorry, after she was shot Friday night by suspect, the sheriff confirmed the shooter is Jessica Warsham, 43, of Houston, which is within that county. The sheriff's office said that Warsham fired at Marshall and another deputy when they confronted her at her home, striking Marshall. The other deputy returned fire, hitting and killing Warsham. The sheriff's office said the sheriff did not specify where Marshall was injured. Uh, there has been a GoFundMe set up, which I will link down below. It's already raised thirty-seven thousand dollars, and I think that that. Should be more than enough, but we want to raise more just in case because this woman was taken for uh, from us way too early. Super nice lady, um, from all accounts, everyone that I know has said that she was the nicest to everyone that you can meet. Uh, the uh they they are holding a fundraiser again for her family. Uh, it's going to be at six five two Hospital Road, Commerce, Georgia three zero five two nine this Saturday from 3 to 6.30 p.m. A lot of my listeners don't live in the state of Georgia or don't live anywhere near close to that. And so if there's something you want to do to help the family, you can email me, Noah, at noahring.org, and we can talk about it because I will be there. Um, because what is – I was speaking, again, in Walton County last night or two nights ago, and the sheriff was there of Walton County. And, you know, I said something during the speech that – Quite frankly, I truly believe in that when, when stuff hits the fan, when, when everything is on the line, people like deputy Marshall, people like sheriff uh, Chapman, uh, that was the sheriff of Walton County. They're going to have your backs when domestic violence, violence takes precedence. And when domestic violence happens within our communities, they're going to have your backs. We got to have theirs. Because this lady was taken from us way too early. Way too early. And I think it does have a lot to do with how the media portrays being a police officer. I have a a lapel pin that I wear anytime I go out of, anytime I, I wear a suit, I wear it typically almost every time. It's a Georgia State Patrol pen, and it was given to me by a man named Chris Black, uh, who who has dedicated his life to service. We were talking at a convention, and I told him that I would, you know, I would have his back, and if he needed anything at all, to let me know, because I know if I needed anything, the State Patrol will be there. And he gave me this pin, and I, I wear it almost any time I go out. I wore it two nights ago in Walton County, and I'll wear it whenever because I think that it is the most important thing you can do to back the blue. It's my thoughts. I You can disagree with me if you want to, but um, again, that address, I will read that again because I know that that's... Uh, it's 652 Hospital Road, Commerce, Georgia, 30529, Skaterama, is that from 3 to 6.30 p.m., we will be there. Now, I want to get into something as well. The gas prices that you and I are paying. So, a lot of people, uh, I'm going to be straight honest, I'm calling this Obama 2.0. Like, his old boss Biden blames gouging for high gas prices and forms task force headed by the attorney general. President Joe Biden has repeating that president, what president Barack Obama said 10 years ago on gas prices, he's blaming companies for gouging and forming a task force headed by the U.S. attorney general to investigate. In an interview with Cincinnati's WKRC, but on Monday Biden responded to a question about higher gas prices saying quote, I have the attorney general taking a look at whether or not these gas companies are gouging people. Ironically though, Biden's focus on alleged gouging right right down to his task force repeat steps taken by Obama in 2011-2012. In 2011, Obama told a town hall in Reno, Nevada, that quote, "Last month I asked my Attorney General to look into any cases of price gouging so we can make sure nobody's being taken advantage of at the pump." Today, I'm going to go a step further. The Attorney General is putting together a team whose job it is to root out any cases of fraud or manipulation in the oil markets that might affect gas prices, and that includes taking advantage of the American consumers for the short-term game. Now, that didn't give you many answers, but a year later, Obama then revived the same task force, and that press secretary, Jay Carney, said that Obama is very focused on what Americans are having to endure right now. When they fill up their gas tanks. He made sure, as I think I talked about yesterday, that this Justice Department has reconstituted reconstituted the group that is looking into the unit that looks into potential fraud and speculation. He wants to ensure that we're making sure that the kind of activity is not taking place and that consumers aren't getting gouged. And a lot of people on the left are saying this isn't true. Now, somebody in uh, the Palm Beach Post down there in Florida uh, on October 13th published a letter that said blaming Biden is becoming a problem where the writer said that the gasoline prices were raised due to hurricane ida and no one should blame biden the writer was very uninformed when trump left office the u.s was self-sufficient in producing oil it was biden who stopped fracking offshore drilling and the construction of the pipeline needed for oil transport which made the u.s dependent on foreign oil then released wasted no time in raising its prices for getting the pun they had us over a barrel Willie Howard is the one who published that, published a short story claiming that President Biden is being blamed for things beyond his control. He cites two examples, the increase in gasoline cost in Hurricane Ida. The first thing Biden did when taking office was to cancel the completion of the Keystone Pipeline, which would deliver 830,000 barrels of oil to Nebraska, where it would connect to an existing pipeline, which would carry it to refineries. The pipeline also would have provided 40,000 jobs. Contrary to what Mr. Howard alleged, Hurricane Ida has never been blamed on Biden. Biden has made many mistakes that have all been his own. Here's the fact of the matter. Eugene Robinson, in October 11th column, said it all. But how did this country get stupid so fast? President Obama was probably the most literate president we've ever had. Did the dumbing down process get accomplished in only four years with his successor? I'd like an explanation of this phenomenon. Here's the fact of the matter. Biden showed the rest of the world that America does not need to produce its own oil because we can be dependent on other people's oil. Let me tell you what happens. So let's say that you have a boss who, you know, and you are dependent on your boss, you know, your boss, you know, can't tell you to do everything, but he can tell you to do some things. He has a little bit of discretion there. So you become dependent on him because he's your source of income. Kind of like the Middle East is our source of oil. And so what happens when the far left does stuff like this is we become dependent on people like the Taliban. Where we have to keep the Taliban in our good graces. Folks, I don't know what the future of this country looks like. But I know that we have to work very, very diligently over the next year to make sure that we elect 70, 80, 90, 100 Republicans to the House. At least five or six to the Senate. Senate. And we take back the country that was stolen from us on election night last year. I played a game last night during or two nights ago during my speech where I said, is Joe Biden smarter than a college student? I said that Joe Biden thinks that American people want a vaccine mandate. And I asked the people how they felt about it. And I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about it? Probably not good. But then I also said, do you want an audit of the 2020 election? Because that's what I want. And that's what I think the American people want. And everybody went wild. So think about it. Joe Biden's not even smarter than me, and I am not smart.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels.
1: Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than 5 miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: All right, and to close this episode off, I wanted to tell you that I am officially taking over Romanian politics. As you can see right here, I am the 150 Biggest political podcast within Romania. So therefore, I am the absolute best anyone has ever seen. I'm the absolute best anybody has ever known. You cannot compete with no ring in Romania. The Romanians love me. This is actually very funny because I had a Romanian economics professor when I was in uh, high school. Named Miss Nastase. And uh, so it was really funny because I got an email last night. Um, I'll read it to you in just a second. I got an email last night from uh, from a guy. It's over at podstatus.com, which I guess will tell you how your podcast is ranking. He said, Hello, how, how's every How's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information for you that might interest you. Your podcast, Let Freedom Ring, has good performance in Apple Podcast ranking for the last 30 days. It's 150 in the category politics in Romania. That's pretty cool. So I'm taking over Romanian politics. I may even run for president of Romania. So who knows? But Noah Ring, Let Freedom Ring, is taking over Romanian politics no matter what anybody says.